Hello and welcome to the 13th episode of When I Was Your Age. I'm your host, Roland Parker, coming to you from a fall day with just the slightest hint of crispy air. And as always, it is a joy, pleasure, and treat to have you here. Today's guest is Caroline Hardy. I'm super excited to get caught up with her. Um, before we get into um, bringing, bringing her into the pod, I'm going to go over a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, make sure that if you're not already, follow us on Instagram, W-I-W-Y-A-Pod. Um, and thank you so much for the support. We are dangerously close to breaking the 600 follower mark. We're at 596. Um, and I want to thank you guys so much for for all the support with each episode, adding adding new people uh, into the WeWa family. So that means a lot. All right. And without further ado, I'm going to bring Caroline in. Caroline, what's going on with you? How's it hanging? Hey, I'm doing good. Um, I'm very excited to be here, Roland, and um, catch up with you, like you said in your intro. Nice. Absolutely. Well, well good deal. What uh, What's going on with you? Did you, uh, did you do anything this weekend? Have any plans? I, um, I had a few days off from work, actually. It was very nice. Um, I have a new job, which I know we will get into, um, here soon, but, uh, pretty busy. So when the time off comes, uh, I'm grateful for it. Um, my mom was here, so nice. that's always that's awesome. nice. Yeah, that's a, that's good. That's good. Um, has, uh, have your family, have they gotten to, to come up uh, a lot or well, actually I don't really know a whole lot of the timing of like when you moved and everything. So have there been a lot of opportunities for them to come visit? Yeah. Um, so I recently moved to Memphis. Um, and since then, or my previous job, I was way farther away from home in California. So now I'm in Memphis. So the opportunities for my parents to come have been way more frequent than in California, but, um, you know, not, not as much, um, right. just how busy, but, but yeah, I get to see them a good bit, which is really nice. Good. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. Well, I, I do have a, a little bit of get to know you questions before I dive into that though. I want to make sure that, uh, our followers, you also follow, should, uh, should follow Caroline on Instagram. Uh, they got the, the at handle, um, up there on the screen if you are watching and we'll have it in the description of, um, the, the show notes as well. But, um, it's, uh, I like to go through these questions. We ask every guest these, um, so where are you from and where do you currently live? We got our, ahead of ourselves a little bit, but I'm excited to, to hear your answers. Yes, I am originally from, uh, Vestavia Hills graduated with Roland. Um, and now I live in Memphis, Tennessee. Nice. Good deal. And so what is it, uh, that you do? I am a college softball coach, um, and I have been for the past four years now. That feels like a long time. Um, but yeah, I, uh, living my dream. Nice. That's, that's great. That's great. And how old are you? I am 26 turning 27 soon. Yeah, it's, it's wild. I, one of the, one of the guests that that I had on, we talk about that this feels especially like the age where you start to forget and you start to like try and calculate back. Um, so I was I was I was laughing seeing that on your face, it kind of happening live. Yeah, because um, yeah. I I do that all the time. <laughs> yes. Um, 
what uh what piece of media are you currently enjoying be that a book podcast music tv anything that you you go to as maybe a comfort guilty pleasure i know for our household right now gilmore girls it's it's gilmore girls season you know it's a i uh i thought that we'd be watching a whole lot more nfl um but uh (laughs) but it's a but i do enjoy kind of kind of rotating through that show um this time of year um it's a i don't know my wife was kind of a gilmore girls person like growing up so she and being able to share that now has been has been fun Mm -hmm. are you i I see you nodding along so are you a gilmore girls gal I I am definitely a Gilmore Girls gal. I went through a period where I like binge watched it in a, you know, like embarrassingly to admit short amount of time, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but my other comment to that statement is it sounds like you're a really good dad, Roland. Oh, um, if you. you are sacrificing your NFL, um, what should be NFL time for Gilmore Girls. But I mean, we have we have to give credit to the show because it just it is it is one of those like put it in the guilty pleasure category and put mm-hmm. it on when you need it and you know say less yeah definitely it's a, i would i would be um i'd be lying too if i if i didn't say that i genuinely enjoy it and i find myself kind of looking over and be like do it like a little shoulder laugh too when uh, during certain moments and stuff um that's yeah. so a one so i had this conversation with my mom too she you know she she's around all the time and she was talking she's like you know there's just not really anybody to root for in that show i was like you know like everybody's got got their flaws in there it's it's sometimes it's a hard watch um i would i'd say like suki is like the number one like person for me to to cheer for melissa mccarthy across the board is always the fan favorite now um yeah, and I I think that uh, it's it's they all have their unredeemable you know moments or mm-hmm. qualities it feels like but you 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 pick your you pick your your camp right and you go right. for it yeah definitely um, well I would say that I definitely have some like more guilty pleasure esque um, moments like that like I recently just watched um, Ariel the new Ariel movie. Uh, for the first time, I don't know if you've oh, seen the, that. the the Little Mermaid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Ariel. <laughs> <laughs> the Little Mermaid. Yes. Um. Uh. The new the new Little Mermaid. Um. Okay. And the reason I said Ariel is because I literally got just loved it so much that I started watching this Ariel, um, like series on Disney Plus. Like there's a there's a series which nice. is, um, kind of centered around her. Simple. Yeah, it's her and Sebastian and Flounder. Um, so, like, I have my moments where I just, like, totally have to unwind and watch that. But then I also, because of your NFL comment, I also have to mention that I recently, I mean, I've, I've been obsessed with him since he was at Jackson State. But I watched Coach the Coach Prime documentary, mm-hmm. um, which was, it just, I would say, go watch it. Um, and I'm rewatching the Tom Brady um docuseries called the man in the arena which is yeah fabulous so i've I've heard that's good it's been kind of a big year for for sports docs and like biopics too like i I haven't watched the florida one Uh, i haven't watched the florida one though though i want to i heard that there were like a few areas where it kind of let you down a little bit 
Um, like there wasn't mm-hmm. like a huge Cam Newton storyline, I don't think. Okay. And they and they left out Aaron Hernandez for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but my 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 colleagues watched that one and have mm-hmm. said, you know are waiting on me to watch it basically. So, um, but yeah, I've heard it's 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 definitely on my list. Nice, yeah, it's a good deal. I need to I need to give it a shot as well. Um, but but I totally feel that with the with the guilty pleasures and and unwinding in that way. I think it's I think it's a necessary part part of life speaking of necessary parts of life what is something that you'd consider a luxurious necessity you can tell that i'm starting to get better at this because that that was i felt like that was a pretty um pretty pretty qualitative segue and i interrupted myself to to pat myself on the back but nonetheless i I had to enjoy that i'll you know what i'll 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 pat away too okay that was that was well done well done um Luxurious necessity is what you ask. Um, I would say is I am a nails person, which mm-hmm. I'm going this weekend, so I'm not showing you. Um, I'm going Friday actually, but it can be pricey. They can be sure. it can be a pricey expense, but um, you know the feeling, just that feeling of um, getting your nails done is unlike any other. Yeah, <laughs> I would say. It's a, no, that I, I can, I can, I can get that. I, I got to tell a little bit of a, of a sidebar story. So, mm-hmm. um, I was working at summer camp, um, and it was the weekend, all the campers are gone and everybody's like going, like gone their separate ways, like hanging out got doing adventures, you know, restocking, recharging a bunch of people are going to like the nail salon. I'm like, I'll get a pedicure. Like it doesn't bother me. And they, they do, you know, the, the massage and like the, and, and the grading down and the exfoliating and everything. Um, and they, they get to the, they get to the end and, uh, the, the guy's like, Oh, do you want like a clear coat? <laughs> and I, and I was like, yeah, it's clear. Like that, it shouldn't have any impact if it's if it's clear, dude. <laughs> I had the shiniest tips. I t- and like I was working at a summer camp, yeah. so like the majority of my footwear was chacos. So <laughs> so that week, I like before I got the nail polish remover to it, I I was wearing like exclusively tennis shoes, um, dude. So embarrassing. <laughs> it was hilarious. It was hilarious though. Um, but was the pedicure worth it? Is the question. Yeah, I mean, it's I. They they kind of helped to like. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't um, in like a like a hangnail or ingrown nail situation, uh-huh. but I was in danger of getting there. Um, mm-hmm. I think from just being outside a lot, sure. and like in the gravel and and on the soccer field and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so like having that sorted in the in the exfoliating and stuff that's a i don't i don't do it very frequently but like i will go so um yeah but now i know if they ask me for a clear coat i know that that's not what i want yeah i I, I tell them to you can stop there that's (laughs) a well (laughs) we're we're good i just uh just even me out shape me up and we're and we're good to go it's a good deal. So how, how long has that, has that been something for you that, that you just in, like enjoy doing for yourself? Yeah, it has been, I remember one of the first couple times that I got my nails done was in high school, actually Roland for 
um, I think we were in the same prom group, weren't we? I feel I feel like we that I feel like that or makes sense. Or it's one a, of those. Sure. Yeah, but what it was it was one of those events like that, and I got my nails done. Um, you know, for that, and that was when I first like appreciated it truly. Like I had gone, you know, earlier in my life, but that was when I was like, okay, I like, you know. I feel more like myself now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's good. Um, so, and then in college it became, you know, a guilty pleasure. So. Gotcha. So that, that's great. Love that. Yep. Now, There's... now it feels like almost personality defining thing most of the time. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm proud of that also. So that's a, that, that's great. Do, do you, um, do, do you now like offer advice to people who maybe are on oh. the cusp of like really starting to enjoy that? Like, oh. Hey, Here's here's what you, here's the color layerings that you need to do. Um, you are here. guessing it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you Excellent. know it, Roland. Yeah. It's a, love that. I. It's a. I I've been around the way. I know. I know how it goes. <laughs> it's a, ne next question. Do you have any bits that you're doing? So any running jokes, inside jokes, things that you do that may um you you do only to make yourself laugh. What is a what does that look like? Yeah. Um, it's funny. I, so the team that I'm coaching now, um, they are a funny group of girls. I'll tell you what it is. It has been coaching has just been such a pleasure because each team every year is so different and unique, you know, and, um, and this one is very funny. And so they have this running joke, this thing that they say all the time. Um, and so they, they'll say, you better work coach C just like that. <laughs> um, and they also will use the word slay mm. to answer any question in a, in, an, in the affirmative, nice. you know, like, okay, are we good to go? Slay. Slay. Yeah. So, oh, so um, answering as like, yeah, like heard like, wow. Okay. Any, yeah. Oh, Roland, they use that word. It's a, okay. So that's yeah. interesting. I've always went in, you know, the recent kind of iterations of slay, what uh -huh. I have always took it to be as like, you know, you, you're, yes. you're killing that. Hey. You, you did, you did that. Like, Oh, that, <laughs> that look is a slay. Like yes. you, you, you killed that. You did that right, right there. But hearing it as the affirmative of like, all right, guys, we're going to do this drill. Slay. Heard. Yeah. Like, Wow. Interesting. No, I am not to the extent. I am not to the extent of, of saying we're doing using it all the way into my coaching language. Mm -hmm. Um, but I am I have caught myself once or twice. It they, they it just, you know, you are the the five people you spend the most time around, isn't yes. that what they yeah. that's that's so funny. So I was um uh one of the episodes is with Bennett Smith. And that was one of the things that he taught that he talked about was that specific, like with Kathleen, they find themselves like saying like the very current to like young people lingo and like mm -hmm. slang and stuff like that. And like saying it sarcastically initially, and then it just, <laughs> it gets integrated and it's, it's stuck. It's stuck into in your, in your vocab. Yep. Excellent. I love that. Uh, ne next question. Um, so I actually have been compiling these into a playlist. Um, and I think, and I think that I'm going to, to release it. Um, it's, I'll, I'll put it out 
That's a, I'll share the Spotify link. But given the opportunity to replace the national anthem with any song on your playlist, what song would that be? And tell me a little bit about that choice. Um, I think that I... It, and I, and I listened to some of your uh, your earlier podcasts and Bella Aldana, my, our other uh, uh, classmate, she had a great answer in Dancing Queen. Mm-hmm. Um, I my answer is, and this is I think it's in the middle of um, you know the serious and the uh, funny, but that. mostly but mostly funny category is We Didn't Start the Fire by oh. Billy. Nice. Yeah. I do feel like that's a good blend. Yeah. I, I, I have a history degree. Um, so, you know, that, that was really the, one of the first things that came to my head was, uh, you know, but I, uh, what I chose to study in history was pop culture mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's cool how you get to, you know, get to have a, a, a hand on, you know, your degree in college. And yeah. so, yeah. Anyway, That's so right. I think that would be my answer. Or you, uh, you know, anything you... Beyonce. I also oh, right. I mean, anything Beyonce. Beyonce. Fan. So, yeah that 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 is a you know, can very much be an anthem for. Um, yeah, definitely. I think we've got some Beyonce represented in the playlist already, but awesome. Couldn't couldn't hurt to add more. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, have you heard the the updated version? And I is it uh, is it Blink One Eighty Two? I think that. That did it that's a so i don't know if they like expressly got permission to uh-huh. do it but basically it's from the lat the point in history from the last or the original okay. we didn't start the fire until then uh-huh. like, like and and so it you know it's all all very like recent um and i think it's a like obviously a little more applicable to our lives because that yeah. it spans that that time in history um yeah. you know the, the overlap is much bigger but it was a it's interesting to hear because it's it's like the same tune same pacing and everything same chorus but it's all you know obviously like the original song just all just bam 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 different cultural events um like over and over like just shifting all around time but it's in like the last 25 30 years um it's yeah. interesting yeah, um, I will. Do, I, I will be looking that up. Yeah, it's a, it made me think about like how how somebody who like when the original song came out, like how they would have experienced it mm-hmm. of like, oh, this history like happened to them. Like they, you know, like it, mm-hmm. it's it, it's it's bizarre. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sorry it's to things I love about history. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So sorry to get off on that on that tangent, but oh. it. it popped in um yeah. i think i think it's blink blink 182 um, okay. that that sings the the updated or new or new version i don't know what it's uh what a what it's called um la- last question of, of get to know you questions is how do we know each other obviously we've touched on it a little bit but we'll we'll do a little confirmation yes um we graduated high school together um and our rebels rebels go 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 yeah that's what i say to that roland <laughs> it's a, yeah uh, easy peasy yep so love that so so now we'll get into uh, a little bit more of your story and like what why we wanted to, to have you on the pod so 
Um, you, you mentioned that you coach softball and you obviously you've got a, a big history with the sport, but for everybody else who doesn't know, for our listeners who aren't familiar with you, mm-hmm. um, when did you first connect with the sport? And maybe and so we can do, we can start very general, like that, that point to now, um, to talk about that and we can t- take our tangents along the way. Um, but how did you, how did, when did you first pick up a glove, a bat, ball, like anything like that? Yeah. Um, so honestly, from as long as I can remember, it feels like honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and my dad played baseball. So, um, I think that, um, that probably had, had something to do with it also, mm-hmm. but, um, but yeah, so I, I can remember I played softball from like five, five years old on. Um, and so it's all my memories involve it. Um, all my summers, um, my college, um, and now my career. So, yep. I, uh, I would say from a really young age and then seriously started playing softball, um, when I was in middle school, um, or that was when I started playing travel ball. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went to camps, um, at Alabama from a really young age. Um, uh, cause I knew that that's where I wanted to go to school. Um, and so, so yeah, so I have, I have, uh, I have memories from softball for all my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, obviously that's going to be, you know, just ingrained in you, like a huge part of, your personality, your personal history, like who you, who you are. Um, at what point did you recognize that you were good? Um, because that is like, you know, that that's such a big part of your identity. But at what point did you realize like, oh, I, I'm like good at this? Because um, I, I feel like that it's not necessarily like as soon as you start and there's probably like yeah. different, different waves of, of experience. Right. But, but tell me about that. Okay. Um, I remember always being on the all-stars, you know, and, you know, I would always make the all-stars. Um, and even when I was younger, um, I would, I would get to play on older teams, you know, so that was always, um, a, a marker for me, but I would think like when I really, established my seriousness about playing in college and being like, I'm going to do this. I want to be good, you know? Um, and I, and I know I can be good, um, was when I, I played on the varsity in eighth grade. So, Mm -hmm. um, so I think that that was when I, I, I was like, mind you, did I do a whole lot of playing actually on the field? Um, you know, not as much, but they, you know, they asked me to be on the team. Um, And so, but then, you know, from freshman year, you know, contributing at the state tournament at the end of the year, um, you know, from there. So that, 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 that was when I think I um, really knew that, you know, if I, if if I was serious about it, I could, I could, I could shoot for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. So, Correct me if if I'm taking this wrong, but it, it sounds a little bit less like identifying like an ability or like a performance above your peers and a decision of like, I'm going to 
do this. Does that sound right to you? Yeah, I think, um, I think, yes, that definitely is, um, was, was a part of it for me. I, um, I, I would say also I, I had moments, um, you know, in camps earlier on where like, I just hit the ball way harder than everybody else. Mm -hmm. And that was, that was clear. Um, and so I think that, so I think that, you know, um, I, I kind of had this feeling and this idea, this notion that, um, you know, I was a big girl, obviously I, I was going to hit it harder than anybody else there. Um, and I was proud of that. And so, so yes, I think partly a decision, partly, yeah, I did, um, you know, have a level of ability that, you know, God bless me with. So. Gotcha. So it may be intersection of those things mm -hmm. of like, I'm go I'm going to, to be good. I know that I can be, I, I'm right. also smacking the ball like, and <laughs> it's, it's going a little bit further than, yeah. than everybody else out there. Yeah. That's, right. that's awesome. So, so, so with that, then, um, what uh what level of work did it require once you identified that playing college softball was a goal for you what what extra steps level level of discipline did you apply for yourself um and and what um uh, what did you struggle with um in in making that preparation yeah um i think that i think that I probably got ahead of myself with the first answer with this question, like that in the idea that um, that is really, you know, um, that kind of deciding um, to be good. Right. And to put in the work, I think. And, um, and honestly, when it comes down to it, that's what it's about. It's about hard work mm -hmm. um, and being the best that you can be. Um, and I think that definitely, there's, there's so many struggles in that, you know, um, and being your own, your own toughest critic is, um, the, the quickest way to success, um, <laughs> that I personally, um, that's what I, that's the route that I chose for sure. Um, so, so yeah, so, um, that it's hard to, to get up every day and, and to commit yourself to being the best that you can be. Mm -hmm. Um, and I had a, I had so many great people around me, you know, that, that helped with that. Um, and number one being my family. Um, I, it, you know, I, I, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be where I am now and definitely wouldn't have, wouldn't have played and played where I played in college without um, the support of my family and my parents. So. Yeah, absolutely. You, um, you, you mentioned, being being your own toughest critic so what um give me give me an example of what um being you know being nitpicky with your ability performance preparation what uh maybe especially in high school as you're preparing for for this goal of you know pursuing college athletics at a d1 school um what what did what did that look like were you like too hard on yourself or um what what did that look like? Yeah, I think that um, I think there is a, there is there is a standard and a line 
in 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 the game in the game of softball um you know that you have to meet to be able to win right and Mm -hmm. um and i think that what's what's interesting about softball is you can be so you can do it 10 out of 10 times in practice and just get in the game and it'd be a totally different feel, a totally different environment, a totally different mindset, totally different you, you know? And so I think that that's where, um, for me, that's where I kind of, um, what more of like that toughest critic aspect was I, I mean, you know, my, my, my practice swing felt a little bit different from my game swing, you know what I mean? And, and, um, and so, so yeah, I, I think that knowing what it takes to be the best, um, you know, that, that comes with prices that you have to pay, um, whether that be giving up your summers, you know, Mm -hmm. um, or whatever it might be. So I think that, um, so yeah, I, does that, does that answer that? Yeah, definitely. And a, uh, a little bit of, of what I was hearing was identifying that, like, I know that I can do this. I know that I can swing well here and, and I should be able to replicate that in a game time situation. But you mentioned Mm -hmm. there's so many, so many factors, you know, environment, I'm sure weather, um, but like, I mean, end of the day, it's a round ball and a, and a round bat <laughs> and you're trying to hit it, hit it as hard as you can and as straight as you can. And it's, you could still don't get straight up in the air. Um, but, uh, that's, that's, um, that's awesome. Um, so, so obviously it's a, you, you played at the university of Alabama. Um, what, um, what, what was, what was the difference there? Um, in, you know, obviously you're going to have, um, different, different level of athletes that you're playing against and with, um, different facilities. Um, but what, what were the key differences that you identified like within your, your first couple weeks of, of practicing? Yeah. I mean, I think that actually, um, the differences, um, I, I spoke to our, our current team about that actually. Um, let's see, it was last week. Um, I will, I distinctly remember the very first weights and uh, weights and conditioning session that we had. That was like the very, that was the beginning, you know, the mm-hmm. very first thing we ever did. And I had just absolute rock star seniors for, um, four women, um, Haley McClinney, um, who ended up playing for the United States of America, um, in the Olympics, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, also Callie Case, who's from Atlanta, who was like the mom of the team. Um, Andrea Hawkins, who was just a breath of fresh air and always good for a laugh. And then Leona Lafayette, who she, she played first base, the same position as me. So she absolutely took me under her wing and, um, she, she would show up to, you know, like team functions every now and again. So like every time she did, everybody was just so happy, you know, they just were the perfect blend of seniors, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, but anyway, so that, that was the leaders that we had. And so I remember, 
um, the very, very first session of weights, we took off the line to start warming up, doing a jog and people just started yelling and screaming, like just loud energy, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah, Bama, like, you know, and, and I'll distinctly remember Haley. Um, she was, she was, she was saying things about the world series. She was saying things about um, specifically like playing Florida, right. Because we, you know, they were a big rival for us. And, um, and so that it was just, and, and to be honest, I was like, Whoa, why is everybody yelling? You know, like <laughs> yeah. what, what's all the screaming for? Um, because it just is different, you know, that level of energy and excitement and um, the level of uh, attention to detail. That's something that I took away from Alabama. Um, I think that, yeah, uh, the level of play at, at college and specifically in the SEC is like so fast. Um, I'll never forget some of the first practices. Like I didn't get on the field. Didn't, I didn't get on and off the field fast enough, um, in defense for coach Murphy, uh, when he was hitting us ground balls. And so he got tired of it and hit a ball at my ankles. <laughs> and, um, you know, like, I, Hey, if, uh, you're not gonna, you know, if that, if, if, if you're going to take it off the shin, then, uh, you're definitely, um, gonna remember next time to get on and off the field faster right Uh, yeah uh, you know just things like that where the game just speeds up um and then and then i would say and we've already touched on this and i just can't help myself i'm uh just a middle game person but uh the mindset side of college softball is just so hard it's it's um you know you you really have to um you really have to show up for yourself uh, with, with your mindset. Um, if you, if you want to be consistently good. So yeah. that, that's what I would say the differences are. Wow. That, yeah, that's what the, so a, a couple things that kind of struck me about what you're, you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, the f- first thing was with the way that you, your face lit up when you were talking about those seniors and those, and those oh, leaders right. and like what they meant to you as, as teammates. So I'm going to, I'm going to keep that in the pocket and, and ask you a little bit more about that later. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the, the intensity with, uh, and how, how that felt so much different, like you could see it right away, people talking long-term championships, um, mm-hmm. and just the energy with which they were approaching, like being on the line and, and, and stuff like that. So, um, how, how did you find yourself adapting to that? Did you find yourself buying in pretty quickly or or was it, was there a little bit of a learning curve? Yeah. I mean, I, I had been ready. You know what I mean? Like I came into that running test and I, the only option for me was to dominate it. And I sure did, you know? Um, so I, I, I did not leave any room for sink or swim, you know? Um, so, so I would say, yeah, but of course there's a learning curve to everything, you know, and, and did I, uh, you know, just pass everything with flying colors? No. Right. Like I said, I got, I got my ankles rocked, um, <laughs> by coach Murphy. I'll, I mean, like I can list off the things, you know, like I'll never forget. He, he would say this one where if, if there was a ground ball that he thought that you should have dove for, um, you know, like extra mm-hmm. effort and you don't dive, he would say, he, he would just stop and he would come out in front of the plate and he would be like, 
Carol, that's what he called me. Carol, is that, are you, are, are you, are you wearing your favorite shirt today? Is there some reason you don't want to get your shirt dirty? You know, That's good. Just, right? Like, you know, never again. Did he say that to me again? You know, mm-hmm. never again. Did I, did he question whether I had extra effort or not? Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's the kind of stuff where, um, yeah, it, uh, the next level. Um, yeah. Yeah. So sidebar. I love like coach sayings like that. Like yeah. you got molasses in your legs. Like it's right. like just right. Right. Uh, like stuff like that. It's so, yeah. so good, man. Like it, um, it, there's something very personal about, um, maybe the way that they relate to the sport. Obviously they've been in it for so long and they, they can identify so quickly if something, if your effort is, you know, right. not, a, not up to, up to snuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it cuts like a little bit differently. Right. You like right. that shirt? Like you don't, and, you don't want to get it dirty. Like right. so good. And, and I was, and I, and I will quickly say this too. Like what, what set Alabama apart was coach Murphy was, he had a relationship with you that, that surpassed anything that happened on the field. You know, and mm-hmm. so I'll never forget after one of the first times that anything like that happened. Um, I I came into the clubhouse later after practice and I was like making myself something to eat or, you know, doing something. And um, he just came up to me or he like came in the room and I like flinched immediately, you know, because I was like, OK, here we go. You know, what's what's it going to be like? You know, um, and he was like, Carol, how's the history going? You know, like, and I was a freshman, you know, mm-hmm. and so like he knew number one, like he was breaking the breaking the ice, right? Mm-hmm. You know, number two, he, he he wasn't he didn't hold a grudge on me because of my you know performance, my behavior on the field, and then number three, he also remembered that I you know what I was studying, right? And and I have to say, yeah. like sometimes I catch myself being like, ah, she's in. Right. Like what is she right? So so that's the kind of things that um, you know, that uh that it, it matters when you have that relationship with with them that um and and that, that was what that, that 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 was what was special about my college experience for sure. Um was and 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 what made Alabama unique. So yeah, absolutely. Um so you you've seen very clearly what um that that impact has has felt like on the athlete level mm-hmm. um but now but now you're in a coaching role um what what does it look like for you to take those experiences that you had as an athlete and apply them to how you carry yourself as a coach um is it you it 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 it's very cool to see the way that it resonated with you because it's just, it's one instance of one practice Mm -hmm. um, and one follow-up after, um, but you're still, you're still talking about it now. It gives, it stuck with you for, for this time. So what, uh, uh, how do you, how do you try to make that, that impact with, with your players now? Yeah. um, I, it's hard to say like, I loved hitting and I loved being a player, but I definitely think I love coaching more. Um, really? Yeah. I, it's just so, I, I love it. It's, there's something special about it. Um, I, I'm doing, you know, I've, I've said this, um, 
recently and I've said this to different people, but um, I, I wanted to do this job because I wanted to, you know, be, be the kind of coach that, um, that like understood me as a player, you know, mm -hmm. um, right. Understood the mindset, understood, um, and, you know, just could relate and, and absolutely just, I'm, I'm a relationships person. So it's so, it's so cool for me to see the success and, you know, the growth and when they, when they have that moment of aha and it clicks and, you know, the ball smacks off the back of the net. Um, just, yeah, it's, it's really cool. So that's a, that's, that's great. Um, you know, the, the this kind of leads into this, to this next que question. Um, so I might have you elaborate on that ever mm -hmm. so slightly, but, um, I, I love to ask people what what impact they've seen themselves making um, in in what they do, um, and and I'd kinda, I kind of I want to extend that to you. Um, it's because I think that the uh, in in coaching the the answer is usually you know like the athletes that that you're working with. Um, but are there are there other ways that you you've seen that too? Um, so I, I don't want to limit you to just the athletic, uh, the, the athletes, and I don't want to try and steer you one, <laughs> a, a different direction either, but like, if there's something that's jumping out at you, out at you, I want, I want to hear, I want to hear both of those. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate your, um, yeah, I appreciate that. Um, I, I would say that definitely the number one for me is, is the impact that I can see, you know, on my players, um. And I think that, um, you know, last year um, when I was in California, we saw um, we saw a lot of success um, and and specifically like players who had had never played before or um, really didn't have very many at bats um, and two two in particular, um, for sure, that ended up being all conference players. Um, you know, that's and so cool. that's, that's, that for me is like the biggest blessing and, um, and the part of my job that I, I love because that, that was who I was as a player. Like I didn't get to play very much and, you know, I was the pinch hitter and, um, and, um, uh, I was kind of had these moments, these big moments in my career that, um, I'm quote unquote remembered for I say that very um lightly but uh but yeah so 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 yeah that I would say that that was just is one of the specific things that um a, a level of impact but but no I mean just the relationships that I've gained and mm -hmm. that's the biggest impact I hope because it's been an impact on me so I hope it's likewise you know for them but yeah. um I have players even just um, just this week, I had a player from when I coached in North Georgia, um, Teresa, I call her T-Money. She, she, T-Money was texting me this week, you know, Hey, Hey, coach, coach Caroline, how are you? Um, you know, and each team called me something different. So I have all different names, you know, that's, that's the kind of stuff that, um, yeah, that I, it's, it's made such an impact on me and I just hope it's, you know, been a little bit, you know, the other way around. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, just to 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 kind of say, knowing what I know about you and how you've carried yourself, and the 
the the way that you connect with people, I'm sure that 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 is the case. Um, so you know, oh, it's, if, there, if there's any of uh, uh, of Coach Caroline's uh, athletes <laughs> listening, make sure that you 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 let us know. Um, it's a um, uh, what what kind of impact she she's had. Um, so going going back to this idea, you you talked about. Um, the, the seniors and the, the, the leadership that, that they had taking you under the wing. Um, what, what I wanted to get at is I imagine that being in softball for as long as you have been, Mm -hmm. um, that you would have experienced a lot of different interactions with the softball community in general. Mm -hmm. Um, so how have you cultivated, you know, uh, community like within yourself, um, within the people ar- around you, because I, I think that's something that's so important for us as as professionals, coaches, athletes, sure. um, just or just human beings is you know having that that sense of community somewhere. Um, so what what does it look like in in how you relate to softball as a sport as a coach? Um, what what is the importance of of community to you with with that yeah i mean i think that being an alumni of the university of alabama is a community that i am very proud to be a part of you know and i think that obviously you can tell that um and i am and i i wouldn't take i wouldn't take that or you know wouldn't wouldn't give whatever that phrase is, right? Whatever. You wouldn't give it up. Yeah. And um, anyway, so, um, but no, I think that, I think that I have developed a lot of community, um, a lot of different communities all across the country now. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, what's really, it just, I mean, if I think about it too long, I'll start crying, Roland, to be honest. Um, but, but yeah, no, I think that this a level of commitment that, um, sports requires and especially college sports. Um, it, it is a level of, of relate. There's, there's just a level of relationship that you build with those people that, um, that, that lasts a long time. So, you know, I was even texting with one of my, um, one of my former players from California, um, tonight. And I have a, and one is, uh, graduated and is a financial planner and I'm having a meeting with her tomorrow. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, so, so I have, I, but then, like I said, I have community from, you know, all over the place. And, um, you know, I have a former player from Georgia tech who is coming to visit, um, you know, in Memphis this fall. Um, so, so I, I, yeah, I have a lot of community, um, and, and the community that I'm most excited about is my current community um, and Memphis softball. Um, and, and it's, it is, um, it's just special how, um, you know, team sports give you um, so many lifelong friends. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, that's great. So, if if you don't care, I might ask you to list off your the the teams that you've been yeah. a part of on sure. uh, on an athletic and coaching level, just because um, I think I think it's important to to acknowledge like where all you've been, especially as you've talked about the individual communities that you've gotten to be a part of. So I'll right. let you take it away there. Yeah. So um, of course the Vestavia Hills Rebels, um, 
And when I was in high school, I played, um, I played travel ball with, uh, with a team out of Chattanooga called the Fury. Um, mm -hmm. So the Fury Platinum, uh, now, now Fury Platinum, but back then it was Fury. But anyway, um, then I played at Alabama. Um, after that, I worked at uh, Georgia Tech, um, which I lived in Atlanta for a year and a half. Um, I absolutely loved it. Uh, loved all those people. Um, from there, that was right around COVID. COVID was in the middle mm -hmm. of when I was in Atlanta. Um, so, so yeah, so then from there, I, I moved to North Georgia and I worked at Young Harris College, um, which is a small private school um, right on the Georgia line in the middle of the mountains on a lake. It's just like a resort town. Cool. Um, fabulous place. Absolutely loved my time in Young Harris. Um, and then brief stint in um, Santa Barbara, California, which um, has to be up there for most beautiful place in the United States of America. Um, mm -hmm. If there's a if there's a uh, more fabulous place, I, I would love to visit. Um, so yeah, I, I uh, put it put it on your list to visit for sure. Um, oh, and then and then now um, Memphis, Tennessee. So yes. uh, so uh, Memphis, the University of Memphis. Um, I am now working for um, my former coach at Alabama, uh, Stephanie Van Brakel Prothrow. Um, so I am just beyond excited to be here. Um, definitely my, my most favorite team in a while um, to be back with Steph because um, that is like my Alabama roots, you know. And um, so I, I had a really special relationship with her um, when I was at Alabama. So uh, I'm really excited to see what this team is capable of. Yeah, that, that's great. Then that, that's great to hear too, just the, the connection. I didn't realize that with the, the former coach, uh, for, yeah. for yourself being able to, to reignite that. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. You seem really, I can see like that. You just, you just seem really, really excited yeah. about, um, about what it means. Um, that that is kind of all the questions that that I've yeah. got. I do, but um, we we're we started this with with Bella, and we're mm -hmm. going to be continuing it on with Lily. On to you mm -hmm. is um, we I'm extending guests the opportunity to ask a question to the next guest. So Bella gave me a question, and I asked uh, asked it to Lily. Lily gave me a question, and I'm going to ask it to you, and then after that. After this, I'll uh, I'll get a question from from yourself, and we'll it's a well okay. it's a real pay it forward moment. But nice. Um, I, I like this question a lot from from Lily. I'm actually wearing um, one of the shirts from her print shop. That's uh, I got it got it in the mail a couple of days ago. Um, so it's very funny. My uh, that's uh, my daughter uh, Grayson. She it's a we ask her if she wants to color, uh -huh. um, and uh, she she's like color. It's oh. a, it's a, and she just, she says it, but like if she, she like saw my shirt and like, because it's like the crayons on the print, um, she was like, color? It's a, and like, like asked uh, uh, about <laughs> it. It's like, as if like the, the action was like the, um, was the, was the noun. So it was, uh, it was really cool. Oh. Um, but yes, go to, go to an oil, oil and oak.com or oil and oak studio.com. 
I forget the I forget forget the domain name, but you nice, you can uh, you can check it out there. But um, uh, what piece of advice w- would you give your younger self? And I'll I'll let you decide what younger means to you. Um, is that I th- I think people think about this a lot. Like if you had an opportunity to intervene for just a moment and impart uh-huh. some wisdom, what would that look like? So um, what what piece of advice would you give your younger self? Um. I would give myself the piece of advice, be where your feet are. Have you heard that one before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that I first was first introduced to me in college, um, but, uh, you know, has rung true ever since. But um, I think that that definitely um, is be, be present, you know, be in the moment. Um, enjoy it, soak it up. There's only one time you get to, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think that, uh, yeah, I think that sometimes I can get really forward focused. Mm-hmm. Um, Out ahead of yourself. Yep. And so, and then also, um, trust God. <laughs> that, that also would be, you know, um, yeah, yeah, I think that would be my advice. Rings true. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, I want to extend the opportunity um, to you to ask a question to the next guest. And yeah. I'd love to tell you who it is, but I don't, I don't know. Cause I actually, I actually double booked myself for this, for this oh. one. I tried really hard not to. So uh, I was supposed to interview uh, Anthony Evans uh, today. So oh. Anthony, if you're listening, sorry that, uh, that I double booked you, um, but we'll get you very soon. Um, so what um Anthony recently. Oh, um, nice. And I know that you and Bella talked about weddings. I saw him at a wedding recently. At um, a Curran's uh, wedding? Yes, Curran's wedding. Yes. So I... I did, yes. I So I saw Curran and Ben together uh-huh. at uh, Ben and Kendall's wedding. So uh, uh-huh. uh, Ben Waltzmith and Kendall. Um, yes. Now Waltzmith. Uh, also, and that was... I, I like made the connection because I knew Ben from like playing baseball when we were really little. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, that's, that's really cool that, um, I don't know. Like it's a, like different like corners of, of my life, like people coming together and now it's a, it's a relating that too, but that's, that's awesome. Um, so, but yes, <laughs> okay. all that to say, what, yeah. what, what, what question do you want to ask to the next guest? Um, I, you know, actually, this is a question that, that, um, my boss, uh, we, we suggested for one of the recruiting materials. Um, and I actually like love it. And she's, and she's asked this before, but what is the best piece of advice that you've ever received? I think Mm. it is, um, that's good. It's not dissimilar to the question I was asked. So hopefully it's different Mm -hmm. enough, Roland. Um, but yeah, I think uh, it's a, it's an interesting thing to think about. No, I love that. Um, it's, uh, I love that too because it's open to so many different per perspectives there. Because mm-hmm. you know, so I, it's just going to resonate very very differently. Um, like mm-hmm. it could be something that you learned when you were really young, or um, 
guess that maybe it's more about the person that you got it from, but no, that's, yep. that's great. So I look forward to, to asking that in the, in the next episode. Well, that is going to conclude our time on when I was your age, Caroline, thank you so much for, for taking the time to do this. It's been such a, such a treat to, to get to talk to you today. Definitely. I thank you so much for having me, Roland. I really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, folks. Well, that, that is going to be the end of this episode. Um, and we will see you in the next one. Take care.